This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com Moving on from the previous way, which was Be'emo with all. This is now Be'yira. Yira is often translated as fear. Fear can be something scary. And you kind of wonder, why would fear be one of the ways of acquiring Torah, acquiring wisdom? So the Medrash Shmuel says straight out, this is talking about Yirash Shamayim. In fact, we've got a mission in Pirkei Avos that says, Kol Anyone whose fear of sin precedes their wisdom, their wisdom will endure. Because the Pasuk tells us, Hashem. The beginning, the foundation of all wisdom is fear of Hashem. The Nefesh Achayim, based on the Pasuk, Yiras Hashem Hi Fear of Hashem is its storehouse. Yiras Hashem. That's that, that is the quality that allows the Torah to endure, that allows any kind of wisdom, genuine wisdom to endure within us. It's what's called the Kav Chumtin. The ounce of preservative. Something which is meant to be in our hearts as the Tiferes Yisrael. Yiras Hashem Belibai. What does this all mean? What is Yiras Shamayim? Yira is the same word, same letters as Ri'ia to see. When you have Yira, when you have fear, you see something clearly. We're not talking about imaginary, illusionary fear. A person that's scared in the dark and therefore they imagine wild animals or ghosts flitting around their bedroom. That's not what we're talking about. Yirash Shamayim is the ability to see life from a heavenly perspective right now. Or in simple terms. It's people that, <coughs> that take Torah and mitzvahs seriously. It's for real. It's not just some cultural nicety. It's not just something cute. Eating matzah on Pesach isn't just something we happen to do. Rather, we're doing something which is critical. The details matter. So yes, it makes a difference. The quality of the matzah, halachically, according to its specifications. How much we eat, when we eat it, how we eat it, for example. All of that is part of your ashamayim. <coughs> but also being able to internalize the lessons of the matzah, for example. The idea of eating, internalizing, ingesting emunah, freedom. That's all included in Yerash Shammayim. Rav Noyach says, you might think that fear is paralyzing. He says, the opposite is true. Many people will have a fear of death. But we'd be crazy to think that we belong to a separate sector of humanity. We're immortal, that we're going to live forever. When we hear someone that we know passed away, especially if they're in the prime of life, often we go into denial mode first. But heavy as it might be, realizing that each and every one of us could be dead in a minute, you don't need an airplane crashing through the ceiling, a person doesn't need a heart condition, it can be as simple and as fatal as a blood clot. 
But we go, we don't like thinking about it. But when we realise that our time on this earth is limited, we make sure to use it well. We've got a clock ticking. We don't know how long it's going to run for. We have no idea. When we start to think like that, and realising that our time in this world is finite, then suddenly things that are petty don't seem to be so important anymore. If we realise that our life was coming to an end, those are the relationships that we'd like to put right, especially with those nearest and dearest to us. So again, Yirash Shamayim is taking life seriously. Someone that takes life seriously, certainly on the track, well on the way to achieving Chachma. Fear doesn't have to be painful. Fear can be motivating. Fear can be empowering. It does not have to be paralyzing. If we harness the energy, harness the power of it, it's there. It's not something that forces us into a place of paralysis. It can motivate us. That's why we have a constant mitzvah of Yerash Shamayim. It's one of the six constant mitzvahs that's meant to be with us always. Take life seriously. Figure out what it's all about and then go work for it. That's be Yerash. It helps us do what's right, not just what society's conditioned us to think. It gets us in touch with our mortality. It's an exercise in free will. It helps us lead a meaningful life. For those of us that are keeping second day on, we'll need to also do the next way as well. Seventh way is Barnava, with humility. And another. Again, you might think, ah, what does that mean? To mean I'm a nothing. Not at all. In fact, Anava is a critical component part. We realize that there is something bigger than us. Rav Noyach is to refer to another humility as true charisma. No one likes to be around a person who's arrogant. An arrogant person thinks, Do you know what? I'm all that counts. Someone that's humble realizes that there's something greater than me. That's what counts. And again, it's the same thing. Humility is liberating. If we're only concerned about the truth when we live that way, we can express ourselves in the most genuine, uninhibited way. We don't care what people think. Moshe Rabbeinu is the most humble of all people. Moshe Rabbeinu, it wasn't about the external charisma. Rather, he was absolutely convinced of the justness of his cause. Cause. He wasn't rattled by rebels and complaints. That's why he gets the greatest respect. He's our teacher, Moshe Rabbeinu. The highest accolade in Judaism is to be a teacher, Moshe Rabbeinu. In fact, the idea of being a rabbi, what does the word rabbi mean? Rabbi, he who makes me great. Such humility. To realize whatever gifts he has, 
It's there to unleash and enhance the potential of others. He knows his place and helps others find their place too, making everyone feel important. Because if a person has humility, if other people excel, there's no jealousy, there's no risk of ego getting in the way. That's true charisma. But yes, humility is predicated on the pursuit of truth. And therefore we have to ask ourselves the questions. What we're living for. What's our goal? What is right? But if we are able to convince ourselves of the justness of our cause, what are we willing to give our lives up for? What is bigger than me? What's truly important? And then go and live for it. That doesn't make me better than anybody else. But it does make me more focused. And therefore I'm able to make space for other people too. Doing things the shame shamayim. Realising that we're people that are open, open to others. We don't feel threatened by them because we're confident in our relationship with Hashem. I don't need others to lose in order for me to win. That's true humility. Darkas Sadiqim says that another person that's humble will make time and space for others to be able to explain things to them until they're he's sure. She's sure that they understand them perfectly. Making space for others. Looking out for them. Smiling. Taking care of people. Trying to find a way into their heart. Learning from everyone. This is why it's a way to wisdom. Because only a person that's humble will have the confidence of being able to learn something from everyone. That's what it's all about. Making room for other people. Realising what's bigger than me is truly important. Having the self-confidence to be able to learn from others. That's true humility. That indeed is true charisma. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.